Hi, my name is Deanna Sparling and this is D Sharp. If you're new here, welcome. And if you are returning, thank you for your support. Today, I want to talk about an artist who has only ever made controversial news, Cardi B. Cardi B was born on October 11th, 1992 with the birth name Balkalis Almanzar. I don't know about you, but I wanted to research her name when I first read it, and it seems to be either of Arabic, Dominican Republic, Tanzanian, or Kenyan origin, and either means Queen of Yemen or God's Gift. Anyway, she grew up in an area of the Bronx called Highbridge, an area where almost 40% of families live below the federal poverty line. A large population of Dominican, Puerto Rican, and African Americans live in this community, and so it's no surprise that Cardi B is of mixed Caribbean heritage. Her mother is Trinidadian and held a permanent job as a cashier in the supermarket, while her father is Dominican and worked as a taxi driver. She has a younger sister, Hennessy Carolina, who was named after the alcohol brand, and this led to Cardi B's nickname growing up to be Bacardi. The Bacardi nickname for her also seems to be the inspiration behind her stage name, Cardi B. In addition to Hennessy, Cardi B has six other half-siblings as the result of her father's previous marriages. Cardi B was also diagnosed with asthma as a kid and would be in and out of the hospital with breathing problems as a result. This led to her mom being really cautious and strict. She wouldn't let her go to sleepovers with friends due to her concerns and sometimes used corporal punishment as a way to discipline Cardi B, which led her to act more rebelliously against her mom either by skipping school classes or sneaking off to parties. However, nowadays the two are doing well and have a good relationship. As a teenager, she spent a lot of time at her paternal grandmother's house, and to this day, they are extremely close. She attended Renaissance High School for Musical Theater and Technology, but she was also part of the gang The Bloods. In discussions about her involvement, she's maintained strong silence on the subject because she doesn't want a young person, especially a young girl, to think it's okay to join a gang. However, she is still affiliated with the gang. When Cardi B was 18, she attended Borough of Manhattan Community College while working at an Amish market in Tribeca to make ends meet. Although she eventually dropped out, she was able to find her own way to escape poverty and an abusive relationship through stripping at the New York Dolls Gentlemen's Club. While she worked as a stripper, Cardi B admitted to drugging and robbing men in order to survive, but also apologized for her actions at that time. She publicly expressed how her decision to be a stripper went great lengths to help her and that she's proud of herself for making that decision, but it did have an emotional toll on her. She admits that she used to cry after work thinking about how embarrassed her parents would be to see her in that line of work and felt really ashamed but that it financially got her further ahead. 
She used $800 to pay for a dangerous off-market butt enhancement surgery because the girls with bigger butts earned more money at the strip club. She kept the job a secret with a facade that she was babysitting, but her mom eventually found out the truth and was so upset that she pushed her. Later on, through Vine and Instagram, she went viral and this gave her enough attention to propel herself into the reality TV industry and the music industry. From 2015 to 2016, Cardi B made an impression on the show Love and Hip Hop New York and appeared on the show for two seasons. On the show, she admits to having to prove to other cast members that she had talent when it came to music. Her reputation on the show helped to propel her notoriety. Her song, Bodak Yellow, dropped in June 2017 and almost overnight, she was catapulted into the spotlight. The track became a summer hit and reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Cardi B earned two Grammy nominations for Best Rap Song and Best Rap Performance for the hit and performed Bodak Yellow at the MTV VMAs pre-show. That same year, Cardi B and the rapper Offset got married with only Cardi's cousin as the witness. Moving into 2018, Cardi B collaborated with Bruno Mars on Finesse, performing the single at the Grammys that year. In April, Cardi B dropped Invasion of Privacy, her first studio album, and the record debuted at the number one spot on the Billboard 200 chart. The album earned three number one singles on the Billboard chart and was Apple's fifth most streamed album of all time, with 100 million streams on Apple Music in its first week alone. Cardi B opened the MTV Video Music Awards in 2018 and was nominated for 12 awards, ultimately winning the Best New Artist and Song of the Summer awards for her song, I Like It. The rapper was also named one of Time's 100 Most Influential People. In November, Cardi bought her mom a house which had always been a goal for her and something that she is incredibly proud of. Cardi B started 2019 with an appearance in a Pepsi commercial that aired during the Super Bowl. In February of that year, she was nominated for five Grammys and won the award for Best Rap Album. Later that year, she was nominated for 21 Billboard Music Awards and walked away with six. Cardi B was also featured in the film Hustlers alongside Jennifer Lopez and Constance Wu. At this time, Cardi B is planning on releasing another album and is a mentor on Netflix's Rhythm and Flow, where she critiques and coaches aspiring rappers alongside T.I. and Chance the Rapper. In total, Cardi B has won a Grammy Award, five American Music Awards, eight Billboard Music Awards, four BET Awards, 11 BET Hip Hop Awards, four iHeartRadio Music Awards, two MTV Europe Music Awards, four MTV Video Music Awards, three Soul Train Music Awards, and an NRJ Music Award. She's earned five Guinness World Records during her career and received the award for ASCAP Songwriter of the Year in 2019 and 2020, the first time it was presented to a female rapper and the first time a female rapper has won it twice. 
Just in 2020, she became the first female rapper to be named Woman of the Year at the Billboard Women in Music Awards. Like most artists in the past, Cardi B has made headlines for many reasons. While working on the Love and Hip Hop cast, she threw a shoe at a woman named Asia and said, You judged me because I was a stripper. Say the truth. Afterward, she admitted that if she doesn't like someone, she's gonna go ham like everybody else, but also claimed that she apologized to Asia. In May of 2018, Azalea Banks commented about Cardi B on Power 105.1's The Breakfast Club and called her an illiterate, untalented rat, a caricature of a black woman, and a poor man's Nicki Minaj. Cardi's response on Instagram, I never asked to be an example or a role model. I don't want to change my ways because I'm famous. That's why I just mind my business. This is coming from a woman that bleached her skin but wants to advocate for black rights. Goodbye. Afterwards, Cardi B temporarily deleted her Instagram and protected her tweets. Another time, Cardi B and rival Nicki Minaj got into a fight at the Harper's Bazaar September party after Cardi B accused Nicki Minaj of spreading lies about her. Cardi B was elbowed in the head by a security guard and allegedly threw a shoe at Minaj before being escorted out. Later that night on Twitter, Cardi B said, I've let a lot of shit slide. I let you sneak diss me. I let you lie on me. I let you attempt to stop my bags. F up the way I eat. You've threatened other artists in the industry. Told them if they work with me, you'll stop effing with them. I let you talk big shit about me. After this post, Nicki Minaj released jackets, t-shirts, and backpacks sporting the phrase, Nicki stopped my bag. In October, Cardi B turned herself in to the NYPD for ordering an attack on two bartenders at a strip club, who Cardi believed were sleeping with her husband, Offset. From this incident, Cardi B was charged with two misdemeanors, assault, and reckless endangerment. Just recently, Cardi B was actually accused of copyright infringement and plagiarism by two New Jersey rappers, Mir Pesos and Mir Fontaine, who have accused her of ripping off their September 2020 collaboration, Stuck. After its release, both Mayor Fontaine and Mayor Pesos shared a side-by-side -side video to Twitter that compared up to stuck. The phrase in question, if it's up, then it's stuck, is repeated throughout both up and stuck. Many social media followers noted the similarities between the beat and the lyrics. Pretty B addressed her fellow rappers directly, saying, Nah, I'm the type of person that avoids problems and court days. If I get inspired by a song, I wouldn't mind giving a percentage or couple of thousand, but I never heard of this man. I'm glad while I was recording this song in August, I was playing with the hook on this live. 
In addition to this caption, she shared some footage from the Instagram Live video she's referencing, in which she previewed up on August 7th. Mir Fontaine clapped back, claiming that he and Mir Pesos previewed their single on August 6th and recorded it even earlier than that respectfully, while also sharing a screenshot that appeared to show that Stuck premiered on August 6th, while YouTube currently shows the song's premiere on September 15th. Some background about the phrase, if it's up, then it's stuck, it's a common slang phrase in the South and in hip hop and refers to a persistent problem or issue that won't go away until it's properly settled. Cardi B has two other instances where she was accused of copyright infringement. In July 2020, she was accused due to some of her features on Offset's song Clout and Blueface's Tatiana. Rapper De La West claimed that Cardi B was stealing her lyrics and the two women shared a heated Twitter exchange that ended in Cardi B stepping back from social media for a few days. However, in this situation, Cardi B was able to prove that her song was recorded before De La West's. In 2019, Cardi B and Lil Nas X were named in a copyright infringement lawsuit filed by two Atlanta producers. The producers alleged that the song Rodeo by Lil Nas and Cardi B was derivative of a song of theirs that eventually became the song Broad Day. The lawsuit said that the structure and chord progressions for both songs were similar, as well as noted that Lil Nas did not have permission to use any part of their work for his song. Although Broad Day did not become a hit, its producers alleged in the lawsuit that the track was recognized widely around the Atlanta hip-hop scene, and being that Lil Nas X has roots in Atlanta, he could have been familiar with the song. For the time being, it seems that this case is either in review or has been dropped completely. The thing about copyright infringement within the music industry is that the concept of identifying intellectual property in this way is relatively new and wasn't even legally recognized until the late 20th century. Currently within the music industry, there is a debate about the best way to measure copyright infringement and to those who are more unfamiliar with music theory, Basically, there are standard set patterns within chord progressions that are commonly used in different types of music, which means that two different songs can sound almost identical and have no relationship to or influence on each other. This concept is one that isn't generally understood well when it comes to legal proceedings. Back in 2019, Christian rapper Marcus Gray sued Katy Perry, stating that Perry's song, Dark Horse, infringed on his song, Joyful Noise. Although Katy Perry and her team testified that they had never heard the song and therefore could not have copied it, the actual musical evidence even lacked similarity. The jury decided against Katy Perry and her team because the songs had a similar repeated sound. Marcus Gray's Joyful Noise had been nominated for a Grammy in the Christian music category, and because Katy Perry had been a Christian artist once. Perry has appealed the lawsuit and the verdict was overturned just last year. Because cases are decided by a jury of average music listeners who may or may not be educated in music, 
Labels are very afraid to be tried in court over newer releases and are taking precautions to protect their liabilities. Emily Warren, a songwriter who's worked with Shawn Mendes and Dua Lipa, released a song with a country artist that had a similar chorus to a pop song released at the exact same time, and although no action from either artist was taken, it just proves to show how easily situations can arise by complete accident. Today's music performers are feeling more pressure to purchase errors and omissions insurance, which protects creative professionals from legal challenges to their intellectual property. In fact, many top charting artists pay for this insurance just in case. Individual and private songwriters may not have the financial freedom of celebrity artists, but are equally liable for copyright claims and are the most vulnerable. Music producers as well are liable for copyright claims, and many producers will use the same sample packs and plugins in music production because it's efficient and easily accessible. For right now, only time will tell to see how our legal system for measuring copyright infringement develops and hopefully it will become more accurate and focused on the musical content rather than external factors. Anyways, like always, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your support. Follow at DSharp Official on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to stay up to date on new episodes. See you next time.